Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right. Every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. Any grievance is a good grievance here in the lounge because the door's shut. No one can look at you and go, pa 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 pa, there's bigger problems, there's other things going on. No, there's nothing else going on. Nobody's starving in here. There's no kids starving. You can complain. No one can attack you and say, but you got to remember in the grand scheme. No, the grand scheme is your scheme. That's right. And if you want your luxury lounge complaint read, we like in-depth, specific complaints. Shelby's reading all the complaints. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. And, and listen, I want to thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being a part of the show. We we get so many complaints. It's like it's really wild how involved and it's a user driven platform. We we take the emails, you send them in, we read them. It doesn't happen without you. That's right. So keep sending them in, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Give us a little taste of what you're talking about. I'm on the road, people. Want to see at the shows? Come on out. Um, I've added dates. Things are happening. San Francisco, L.A., Huntsville, Nashville, Springfield, Missouri, Austin, Texas, Providence. We're back, Providence. Raleigh, Chicago, New York, Dayton, Irvine, D.C., Albany. If you heard your city, if it sounds familiar to you, jaredfree.com. Get the tickets. Get the group chat together. Assemble. That group chat, get them together, make it happen. We're going to have a great time. The jokes will be flowing. The beers will be drinking. We'll have a good time. So get it all together. And if you enjoy the, the Luxury Lounge, we do a Patreon version of the Luxury Lounge where your complaint will be read. We read them every week. Every week I read every complaint in the, in the Patreon version. Jar, uh, Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. And YouTube, if you're on YouTube, I got all these new videos behind the scenes from the TED Talk. It's it's coming. More videos every day. YouTube.com slash Jared Freed. Go check it out. Get subscribed to the channel. Okay. Enough of that. Very excited. Today's guest. New to the J Train universe. New to the lounge. It's got a new special called Hattrick. It's on YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, it's on there right now for your enjoyment. Fahim Anwar, thank you for coming on. Honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Pleasure to have you in the lounge. You're one of those comics. You live in LA. Yes. But your videos pop up. I see them all the time. That's the algorithm, you know? I see yours pop up. Yeah. It's weird to like know each other just through like little clips and stuff on Instagram, yeah. and they go, "Oh, cool, nice to meet you in person." Yes, and yeah. like to actually have a conversation uh-huh. instead of like, you know, dating's hard. <laughs> yeah. And just like, oh, that's a dating's hard guy. Yeah, like, like so, oh, yeah, he's normal off stage. That's good to know. Yeah, well, sometimes they're not. This is true. Sometimes you have someone over, there and you're like, oh, this is a- like always on. Uh, always on is tough. Yeah, I hate when someone thinks you're always going to be on. You must well, get that because you're you have an energy act. But the thing is, I am so not that off stage. For yeah. me, there's a time and place. I agree with and that. I think there's just this notion with people when they meet comedians that they think like, oh, they're just off the wall all the time. And there is a version of that. But then there's people who are just like people off stage. Well, that that's the thing is like, it. they almost sometimes people come at you hmm. like they're ready for this prize fight. Or they want a show. Like, yeah. oh, your boyfriend's a comedian. He's just going to quiet. You're just going to stand there? Yeah. Just going to stand there? Like, I'm not getting paid. I'm at no. a dinner. Yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm like, off the clock. Yeah, I want to I want to eat. I want to hang. <laughs> yeah. I want to, you know, how's your day? I want to ask about you. Like, and I guess it's our own fault, too, because we do know those people that it's like, like, 
I get around that comic where it's like, hua, hua, ha, ha, and you're yeah. like, Hi, I'm gonna go to another table. I'm I, kind of the same way. Or I, yeah, I, I'm not trying to jump in and like yes and that. No, yeah. I, I am not looking <laughs> to literally do improv for a whole night. Yeah, some people do that, and you go, I don't know if you have the, en- how do you have the energy to do anything else? Yeah, I think some people like the person it fuels them, like that is their nuclear reactor. Mm-hmm. That's how they get all their energy. And for me, it's kind of more, once I'm off stage, I'm sort of, coll- I'm observing, and yeah. that, that powers me. Yeah, and it happens with dating. Are you single? Uh, no, I have a girlfriend. You have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. This happens with dating a lot, where I get approached by people that think like, funny, funny, we're funny, I'm funny, so let's go out. Yeah. And you go, no, I, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to be very... I'm going to like be like, oh, look, that's annoying. Like they right? thought they had a funny wingman. Like, <laughs> yeah. finally, I've been looking for you my whole life. Yeah. Let's go, let's go rip. Finally, we can go scream at people in their face. Ah! Like, I think they think we're going to go on a date and just go. Ah, yeah. ah, ah, ah. And you're like, I know, I just want to chill. I want to have a drink. I. You ever get this after a show? It's very nice because like they will have enjoyed the show. And the guy's like, dude, you were like, you're so funny, man. Let me get you. Let me get you a drink. Oh, and yeah. then. Sometimes I'll be like, um, I don't drink a lot. Every mm. now and then maybe I will. But I'm like, I'm um, okay. Thank you so much, though. He's like, no, come on, man. What do you want? Yeah. Because they want to, <laughs> like, the compliment is not enough for them yeah. to give you. They need, they want to show you that they're like a tier one Patreon member. So well, <laughs> for I, alcohol. I, that's the thing. I appreciate it. But I, I do think when someone buys you a drink, they've bought your time. Mm. They've bought a ticket to the next show. That's a good point. I never it, thought about well, it. Well, that's what that's what gets me frustrated because I go, I always say, no, listen, the drink, they got me for free. I'm drinking all night. I, 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 I All the glitters is gold yeah. and I'm killing it. Look, we'll tang. I'll have my drink and then I have the freedom to be like, it was nice to meet you. Got to go. Because then they go, well, we got you a drink. I didn't yeah. realize that. We yeah. didn't do, we just did a shot together. I've been in that. I've, I've been in. You know, I've had, I've spent a week with a couple because they, <laughs> they bought, bought me you one, one shot, and I'm like, I it feels awkward leaving. <laughs> it's like, dude, I bought you a shot. And you're gonna like, leave? you're gonna leave after three days, <laughs> dude. I, I I've been sleeping on the couch. Can I please go home? Like that's what it turns into. Why'd you take the shot then? If you weren't gonna stay with us for three days, dude, it was a good Jaeger shot, but it doesn't mean that I'm now your living help. <laughs> Like yeah, they don't realize that that is one of the perks of stand-up is we do get the free drinks if we want it. So it's a nice gesture. Yeah, I don't think anyone understands the currency exchange of comedy at all. Mm. Like sometimes people will be like, do they give you they give, they give you a warm meal, man? Like they think like you're like there. Like we're like, a prisoner? Yeah, we're like losing all money by doing this. And then there's some people like, uh, so you drink everything, you know, you get it all. You're like, I don't know. I don't think anyone understands anything. Like, but the early days of stand up, it was like that where yeah. you were like, oh man, I get a burger. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to MC this show and I get a burger and fries. Yeah. And if I do well, I get a soda. <laughs> this is going to be great. And that, yeah, I guess uh, sometimes people, you ever been to have someone try to tip you after a show? Yeah. Oh, one time some like yeah. old dude was like, that was great. Like this old rich dude is like, that's fantastic. And he like gave me a hundred. <laughs> And it felt dirty. I didn't want Feels it, but, dirty. It, but it was a hundred. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to take the hundred. A yeah, hundred. I mean, I had someone give me a five once and I was like, you don't think, you think I need a five? You think this is going to like, what, what's the thought here? With a five, you should like go and get his car. You know what I mean? <laughs> like bring his car around. Yeah. You got the keys? <laughs> I'm take yeah, it around. You for the valet if yeah. it's a five. <laughs> hey. There you are. Uh, the show was great. Um, Blue Nissan. <laughs> 
Fahim, we're pumped to have you here. The special, it's called Hattrick. Why'd you call it Hattrick? Because I shot at the Comedy Store, and the Comedy Store has three showrooms. Mm. And this special, I I did all three. Because normally mm. in specials, it's, it's in one of them. Um, okay. So I do like first 15 in the OR. Then I go to the main room and do 15 there. And then the belly room. And then it's hanging out. It's just capturing the Comedy Store in a way... Like from the POV as a comic. So the comedy store is like the the West Coast like mecca yeah. for comedy. It'd be I, like a cellar, I would say. It's a cellar, right? Yeah. And I've been there and I've kinda hung around. Like whenever I've gone, it's as a visitor. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in another country a little bit, you know, and I kinda I keep to myself and like I, I'll go from all those rooms and check them out and it does feel like it's like this, I guess the difference between the seller and the store to me is like, it feels like it's the kids running the show. Like mm. it's like, oh, like the comics are really in charge. Yeah. It seems as though. I, don't, I never see someone who works there. They <laughs> you are. Like, yeah, you're, you're kind of right though. It is sort of like it's a comic hang and that we do kind of, it's a well-oiled machine. It doesn't yeah. require a lot of, like, everyone knows the deal. There's not a ton of egos there because mm. some of the lineups, everyone knows to do, like, 15. They don't really, they don't go over. Yeah. It's tag team. There's no MC. So it's like, I'll bring Marin up or Burr, and then yeah. Burr will bring up Sebastian. So. Well, that's the thing. Like, you at the cellar, there's, like, the you know, like, I'm friends with, like, the, the managers there. I'm friends with, like, the staff. And, like... They're very much involved in like, hey, you're coming down the stairs, you're going, and I just like, yeah, it does seem like everyone just like, oh yeah, I I got you, the next person like coming up, I got, I know you're coming up, like like yeah. the, the, even the the nature of tag team show where you're, oh I'll, I'll remember their name, mm-hmm. like you know it's it's very much, I don't know, there's, there's a different vibe, I guess yeah, I guess when there's every when there's no MC and it's tag team, everyone kind of knows to do their part where. Okay, I know when my time slot is. I know who I'm going after, and I know who I'm bringing up. And if I don't, I'll be like, "How do I say the name?" So um, you have to talk to each other. Yeah, I mean, I used to uh, host at the cellar a lot, and there was a lot of like, "Where's this comic?" Like, I'd be running around, uh, and then it's like, "If we're late, Jared, are we, are we behind?" And it's like, I gotta keep a lot of math going. Well, here. yeah, when you're an MC, you're kind of like the maestro of yeah. the show, so you got to track down what do you want, what's, the, and then you're responsible for all the credits. And but when it's broken up, like you know, 10 or 15 comics on the show, then that responsibility is just for the comic going after, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. not one guy having to remember all the... The one thing. But the way you feel about the store, I feel about the cellar because whenever I go there, it's this storied place of New York. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a West Coast kid. Uh, it's, I think, venues that you don't play very often. There's this mystique and romance to it like i bet you're like a duck in water at, yeah at the cellar. now i feel much more comfortable but it is i know what you're talking about because you go in you're like it's almost like i don't know how to explain it like i i have that feeling of like like when i'm at the store i'm like it, it it's all like something i recognize but in a different language yeah you know <laughs> like you would need to be immersed in it and then it would lose that like once you understand mm. the space and the vibe and the energy everything's fine yeah and i think the same would be true if i like i have a lot of guys who would vouch for me to get past the cellar but i'm never here long enough to want to take them up on it yeah like i don't want to come because you want to be able to like do it yeah again and i don't want to do it like once and then i don't come back for a year or i, I would want to use that when i'm here for a regular amount of time 
also with the store, I, it feels like it's like I'm like in the '80s hair band. Mm. Like it feels like I'm just like in a era. Yeah, and it's like it's an era that I feel like I would be very uncomfortable in <laughs> '80s hair metal. <laughs> '80s hair metal. You know, just like everyone ripping lines and just like, you ready to rock? You're gonna die. You know, like they're doing Welcome to the Jungle. But what if you would have excelled? What if that was your era? Maybe that was what I missed out. Yeah. So the special you taped at the store. Yeah. And, and so that just like the, and we're, this is the brave new world. We talked about before we started taping. We want everyone to go follow Fahim on Instagram, on Twitter, on Snapchat, on, TikTok, the whole thing, but yeah. we want you to watch it on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about that before the camera's rolling, just sort of the new paradigm we're in where <clears throat> we're kind of taking control of our own careers because, mm. you know, when I was coming up, there was a certain way to do things. Mm-hmm. Like, you were, you would try to get, like, a late night set, mm-hmm. and then you would try to be an actor on a sitcom, like mm-hmm. on an ABC TGIF sitcom or sure. whatever. Just be the wacky friend. The friend. I mean, being the friend was, like, is the goal. Oh. Like, Seven lines. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves like you come through. Woo! Big woo. No pressure on Tons you. Tons of laughs. Uh-huh. Always laugh lines. Mm-hmm. You're getting all the fun, and then you go home. You go home, and then you tour because everyone's like, "Hey, you're Brad from, <laughs> yeah, the Wilsons." <laughs> yeah, Brad. Brad Wilson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's him. And then, but now, if you're on a sitcom, nobody. Everyone's like, "What?" You're like, "Oh, it's yeah. been on for six years." Uh, I watch TikTok. Well, you're just, I, I guess you're just getting, you, you know, you just go to the bank a lot. You know, like just making tons of That's dough. That's the weird thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll make a lot of money. Yeah. But uh, in terms of, like, we're stand-ups. We, yeah. We like touring. We like doing. Want to do shows. Do shows. So people need to know you from something. And they don't really know you from sitcoms anymore. No. It's more from podcasts or, like, TikTok clips. Yeah, I don't know what poster I would look at and be like, from ABC? You know, like, I wouldn't even know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I guess I would know the Tiger King. Like, that'd be, like, the, the, the only TV person I would know. stand-up? Uh, yeah, I, if I was Tiger King, I'd be on the road like crazy. That's the weird thing about public appearance stuff, is that's how it is, man. If you yeah. kind of... Like, remember when Stormy Daniels was doing stand-up for a little bit? Yeah. Because, like, why not... I, that didn't bother me. Some people were like truly bothered by that. I was like, in what world is she taking your like? Do you are you think like Stormy's taking your fans? <laughs> do you crazy. want those fans? No, it's like, like my top comics are Jared and Stormy Dan. Stormy Dan, <laughs> yeah, those are my favorites. So the last two, like you wouldn't even want someone being like, oh, what shows did you see last year? Well, we went to Stormy Daniels. You'd be like, okay, do, just stay. Don't come. She had this one. It was, she was great. <laughs> like her and Bill Burr, I think, are those were like the two best shows that we went to all year. Uh, Stormy might be. I like her new stuff. <laughs> new stuff's good. She's really gotten away from like the porn, the politics. She's really talking about family. Yeah, she's really getting in there. Let's get to some complaining. We're here in the Luxury Lounge, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're here with Fahim Anwar. Go check out the special YouTube. Go. It's called Hattrick. Is it youtube.com slash Fahim Anwar? Is that- yeah, so it's on my channel. So youtube.com slash Fahim Anwar, but that might be tough to spell. You, if you type Hattrick Comedy Store, Done. it should come up. And it's great. It's fantastic. There's already a bit that I know everyone's going to love the Wolverine uh, yeah, Closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very up the alley of this podcast, oh, this cool. audience. People will love it. I'll, we'll share it out. Um, so let's get to the lounge. I'll do my complaint first. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off 
his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? This is going to be the remix at the end of, of the summer. Yeah, the marshmallow it. thing. I, I, you know, my complaint is is very comedy-centric, but it's very, like, we put ourselves out there. I love that people love this podcast. I love that people watch on YouTube. I was in the middle of the street. I was in New York, so I was here I was here this weekend. I'm on my phone, headphones in. A young woman comes up to me. She goes, Jared, I'm a huge fan. I go, oh, my God, thank you so much. I... I go straight into thank yous. Yeah. That is the greatest co- fan. I'm some fucking weirdo on the internet. I get it. It's a weird thing. This relationship is new. It's different. It's not friend on the sitcom. Right. It's Personal. guy who's podcast. So she comes a huge fan. And I and I go, oh, thank you so much. She goes, I've been to like, I've been to the You Up show. I've been to your stand-up shows. I've been to the at the cellar. I go, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like I'm, I'm hitting her with thank yous at every fucking turn. Uh, she's going, seller, thank you, got you. You up show, got you, thank you. All of a sudden, her friend comes up. I don't even know you. Here's the thing. When you say, I don't even know you, you have put me in a defensive position where it looks like I, ha- where I have to look like I care that you don't know me. Yeah. And I, I've created a line. I create lines to get this person. I've had someone, you've had that. I don't even know you. I didn't even know you before I came here. Mm-hmm. You've gotten that, right? Yeah, maybe once, once or twice. Yeah. But usually everyone knows me. No, I'm just everyone knows. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I, but th- 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 you get that. You have yeah. that one friend. The friend knows you, mm-hmm. and then the friend goes, I don't even know you. And, that, and so I've created a line. I say, most people don't. You're right. Boom. Boom. We're out of it. Did she feel? I Hopefully I've, she I've feels terrible. I've reversed her, have her in a headlock. She had me in the headlock, mm. and then I'm... But it, it, mine's a hug because I've given her love. Oh, shit. I let her off the hook. Yeah. And I'm going like this. No, I'm hugging her going, shh, shh. It's not your fault. Not your fault. It's not your fault. You were a little self-conscious. You couldn't, uh, you couldn't believe someone was doing enough success in their life that someone could know who they are. You, you were so self-conscious about your own lack of success that you came at me with, I don't even know you. And then I reversed your negativity into a positive mm. i i out negative you most people don't know me i'm jared nice to meet you what what did she do after you did that she goes even shittier whoa that, that's what bothers me this is the because i've seen this before she can, and then then the friend goes can i get like a picture and then the then the other girl goes you should give her like a free ticket or something for going to all your shows okay. that's what and i go like i'm like what am I, an ice cream shop? I'm giving out the punch card. Get get nine, get the 10th free. What are you talking about? You don't think there's an exchange of goods? I bring the funny, you get the laugh, and then we're good. This isn't even exchange. Some would say, I don't charge enough. That's true. A lot of this stuff is free. And I looked at her, I go, I go, she goes, don't you think you, she kept repeating herself, don't you think she should get a free ticket to one of your next shows because she's such a fan? And it's like, no, I have self-worth. And I go, I would, but then she might bring you. <laughs> that would be horrible. 
And it's like these people and 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 the friend messaged me later, the the one that knew me. She goes, "I'm so sorry, my friend was rude." And it's like you, you, you the the thing is, I'm very nice. And also appreciative. Mm-hmm. I when I, I'm a fan. Oh my god! I can't believe that yeah. I, it worked. I put my bullshit into the universe. I'm singing off key. Someone connected with it, and the miracle of anything anyone enjoying anything is yeah. a miracle. Oh, yeah. And then this person comes in with her shit fucking attitude to try her best to 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 prod the lion. Because that's who I am. Yeah. We're professional talkers. You're coming in at me? And I'm reverse jujitsuing, hugging you, letting you off the hook. We're not going to let you off the hook for that long. You keep coming at us. I'm going to come at you with ba-boom. I'd give her the free ticket if it wasn't for you. <laughs> you said that? Yeah, this is it. Boom. It's a- come on. She like she had her chance to back down, but she doubled down. Double down. That's the thing. It's just like I can tell someone's confidence level by how good of a compliment they give. Good, co- good complimenters, high confidence people. Yeah. Hey, man, that was an amazing show. Thank you so much. I'm Boom. trying to understand. High confidence. What is what is the lady thinking? Do you think what is her thought process when she says, "I've never heard of you"? Do you think there's a chance that it was like weird, negging, flirty? I think there's an element of that. I think it's a negging. So that's an indirect flirty, compliment. Indirect compliment. I think, it's all, I think it's their own insecurities, though, playing out in real life. I think they're going, they need to know that I don't know them. They need to know that they, that they, they too are not that great. This person's making you feel too great in my presence. Mm-hmm. They need to know they're not great. Let's go back to the scene, all right? Mm-hmm. I know it's clouded. You first go, ju- you jump to she's trying to bring me down a peg. Mm-hmm. But if you can remember in your mind's eye when she said, I've never heard of you, did she have a slight smile? Mm. Or was it a stone cold, I've never heard of you? Because that's pure venom. But if she's like, I've never heard of you. It, was a, it had a smile. It had a smile. All right. Which I'm okay with. But right. uh, to me, that's... What, Still to me, not the way to do it. It's, not a, it's a lack of respect for us being professional talkers. To mm. me, it's like, oh, I'm as good a talker as you. Let me... Let me get in there and spar with the champ. Right. I'm not jumping into a, a boxing ring with a professional boxer. That's that to me. That's what she's doing. She's like, "Oh, I'm funny. I'm gonna bring it. Let me cut this guy at the knees." Well, that's the thing with comedy is that everyone has made someone laugh of like, at work, so it, it seems the same as like, or it doesn't seem the same as jumping into the ring with Floyd Mayweather. It, but it, you, that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. And, and I agree. Everyone has a good personality. Mm-hmm. Having a good personality doesn't mean you're funny. We know that. I, I had to learn the difference very quick. Remember my first open mic? I'm like, yeah, I'll do what I do with my friends. <laughs> right. And then you yeah. get there, you're like, oh, fuck. I don't know shit. Let's get to Fahim's complaint. My, I mean, yours is better than mine. Mine well, this, is... This isn't a it's not a competition? No. Well, that, that makes me feel better. It's the guest's turn to complain. Two, two songs, damn. Oh, ready High to production jump in. quality. So I'm not. They've should I got wait for the song? lots of problems too. It it's ain't not all, about, all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. 
hooker. So I don't spend a lot of time in New York, mm. and a lot of the sensations and stuff, and sights and sounds, and is starting to seep in a bit. So I have a little perspective on it. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, I'm just always sweaty, kind of. I'm always damp, and it's I don't a, I don't love that. It's a very damp city. Mm-hmm. You got to go in the tunnel, mm-hmm. um, and you think you have a reprieve from it when you're walking down the street, and mm-hmm. then you got to go back into the tunnel, and it's just climate. It's too much. I always have this sheen on me too. Yes. I feel like if a girl sees me or something, if I'm single, like I would look my worst all the time in New York. You're always glistening. Yeah. And especially summertime in New York. It is an underrated heat city. It traps the heat in. It's like an oven. All the buildings keep it in asphalt. And here's the thing. You have this thing in New York where people are like, don't sit on the bed when you've been in your New York clothes. And this is one of those things that like people, you know, from New York, they get this reputation of being high anxiety and a little annoying. And and I think it has to do with the heat because mm-hmm. we have to live a different way here. Yeah. You gotta, you can't just go home and be like, Oh, I'll shower in the morning. No, <laughs> if you don't shower, if you shower in the morning, you have infested the whole, you know the whole thing you know that's not a possibility yeah this is like a three shower a day city that's how the summer three showers winter two like you're sweating and you have a car like a car with air conditioning that is that is just that is a building that is built to make you feel better and more you know comfortable LA, I feel like a piece of produce. Just I'm mm. always climate controlled. Yes. <laughs> I'm in a car. It's always, I'm always at a nice, perfect, like 70 degrees Fahrenheit yes. at all times. I'm just, you're just in different pods. Yes. Personal pods on the way to whatever it is. But here, you're exposed to the elements, then you got to go underground, and then it's like windy in you're the fucking shoulder tunnel. to shoulder. That's why people aren't, people from New York aren't rude. They're just getting to where they got to go. You know, yeah. I'm sweating. Move. Come on. Yeah, everything's on top of each other and very different things happening. I I mean, I'll try it as a bit, but you know, you walk around the city sometimes when you're you're not of the place and you just get all these new kind of joke ideas because you're looking at it with, I'm sure when you come to LA, you have this perspective that I don't have because I've been there for so long. Absolutely. So it doesn't strike uh, me as strange, but like to hear it from you, it'd be like, oh fuck, that's right. Yes. Because I just take it as it is. Dude, I went and did shows in China. I remember like, I was like, China, this is... And then you finally find out what it's like to be like an abroad comic coming here. Like mm. when when someone's from another country, that's why all our, you know, the people only people trust are British guys. Yeah. Because British guys come here and they, we go, hey, you are looking at it from a different way. You don't have a, a bias. You're not from the Northeast and I think seven things about you because you're from the Northeast. Right. You know, like yeah. you're not from San Francisco. So I think... 7,000 things of you because you're from there. Right. Yeah. They're not tainted with this other baggage of knowing the different parts of the U.S. It's totally. like completely fresh eyes. And, and it's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. That's why we trust it. This is true. But listen, I didn't notice you were sweating. Well, well I, but, that's why I was like, when I came here, I go, can I go to the bathroom? And that was a little... A little, ew, ew, a little wipe a little, down. A little, yeah, a little <laughs> uh, halftime wipe down. That's right. To be camera ready. Well, good thing I have... A bathroom attendant in my apartment. That's true. Good I thought go. that was weird, but it really, it sped up the process. That's right. It had a mint for me. How Let, much do you pay that guy? Not very much. Let's go to the emails. You ready? Yeah. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. We're here in the luxury lounge. We've got Fahim Anwar. Hattrick. It's on YouTube right now. We are sponsored, people. Ooh. JTrainPodcast is brought to you by Quip. 
Good habits, uh, good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. I'm a huge Quip fan. Mm-hmm. Here's what I like about Quip. They have, they, they basically stayed in the lane of teeth. They're like, we are going to be the best, best company. We're going to take all the things that you do for oral care and we're going to make them better. We're going to make them better towards your life. So they have, they have great tooth, uh, the, the toothbrush is on a timer. So it's like, oh, I have a toothbrush. It's great. But are you brushing long enough? You don't know. This has a timer that pulsates every 30 seconds so you know to switch the quadrant of your mouth. It's stuff like that. They'll have a mouthwash that's beautiful and looks good on the counter mm. that you press on the top and it gives you the right amount. Ooh, that's nice. You know, it's all this stuff that's built. It's, it's just built for your life. Beyond the brush, Quip has everything you need to build a complete routine. Okay. Refillable gum that's sugar-free, long-lasting flavor, and it comes in like a Pez dispenser. So it's like built for your pocket. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They're building things to make sure. On the go in New York, too. It would be nice to have that gum Pez dispenser. They have the, the, what's it called? The floss that goes, that you clip into their floss machine. Like everything has a sleek design. It is engineered to be better for you. And if you go to getquip.com slash JTrain right now, you'll get your first refill free. That And that's the other thing. You don't want to be at CVS, Walmart, wherever you are going to, oh, oh shit, I got to go. Oh my God, I got to go pick up toothpaste. I got to go pick up a new toothbrush. They're going to deliver it every month. And you're going to get a first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash JTrain. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash JTrain. Quip the Good Habits Company. Getquip.com slash JTrain. Your first refill free. I love that. You ready to go to the lounge? Let's do it. Luxury Lounge. Lawn mower gift. Hey, Jared. Feather, feather. I have a wedding gift luxury lounge complaint. My wife and I have been instructed by one of our guests to not purchase a lawn mower because they bought us one. The conundrum is, it's summer and raining all the damn time, so our lawn is directly out of a scene from Jurassic Park. We posted how long our grass was in a Snapchat, and this guest snapped back saying, don't buy a lawnmower. Oh, this is annoying. When prompted, they admitted to having bought us one for our wedding, but they need to deliver it to us since they live about three hours away. It's been several weeks since our wedding, and this snap and the snap. So my wife and I have been borrowing her father's lawnmower, which is a hassle having to pass it back and forth. We don't want to be impolite by asking this guest when they plan on delivering our lawnmower, but we also don't want to waste money on a cheap lawnmower while we wait. Sincerely, I need a lawnmower and pretty soon Jeff Goldblum too. This is a great issue. This is a huge problem. Yeah. What do you do? They've alerted you. We got you a gift. It's coming. Mm. And you're just sitting there like, in the meantime, look at this. Yeah, what I got. I, I, this is this is, and it's like it's not like they bought you a vacation. This is a part of your life. You need the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, like, oh no no no, don't don't get a garbage can. It's just piling up in it's your just living piling, room. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think they got to talk and be like, look, I'm so glad that you said we're we can't wait for that lawnmower. Yeah, the grass is getting kind of tall. Do you have any idea when maybe, you know, not to rush you or anything, yeah. but like, let's figure out a solution together. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they've already been married. Hmm. Stop. Don't go. Don't do another thing. And you're like, this happens a lot, though, where someone's like, no, 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 don't do that because I'm coming. And they, they've over promised under delivered yeah. at this point. 
And it, they should take a video of them with grass up to their face. Can't wait hey. till it gets here. <laughs> hey, just let us know when it's coming. Hey, just let us know. They're just, just cornfield. Um, hey guys, like people do this though. They oh, it's coming. Oh, wait till you see my gift. And you're like, well, how about you deliver it now? So I don't have to fucking sit here in a forest. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how long this, this goes on for. Do you, I mean, are you, are you what, what's your wedding gift of choice? I mean, I'll always hit the registry because mm. that takes all the that guesswork. That makes it so easy. Yeah, I like that. Well, that's what the problem. These people have looked at the registry like, no, we got a good idea. <laughs> that's a real curveball. Right? Like it's, all, it's like a mirror and these beautiful dining sets. And they go, this, you're going to like this lawnmower. Yeah. We're going to get you a riding lawnmower. And they don't know how good the lawnmower is. They, I don't want... That's the thing. On a registry, you get to say, all these things help my life. Yeah. Or they're things I want. The minute you go off registry and you're like, everyone needs a lawnmower. And you go, well, not everyone needs a lawnmower. This is like an old uncle thing where they totally. tell you what you need. I like the wild card off registry. Like, no, 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 no. No. Trust me. You don't even know what you want. Yeah. You're going to love this thing. It's got 200 horsepower. <laughs> the blades on it are insane. Oh, you don't understand. We, 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 we mow this lawn like crazy. And you're like, how about you deliver it and we'll, we'll, we'll decide whether this was a good idea or not. Yeah. How come money is so... Is that like poo-pooed or is that still okay? I think people don't know how much money to give. Money? Oh, really? I think for that's where it becomes... Like with the registry, you go, they asked for this, they wanted this, whatever it is, and it's like seventy nine ninety nine. You You kind of feel like you caught a break. So, yes, but sometimes they'll be on a registry and it's kind of pricey, man. Yeah, well, the, can't you split them? Can't you get like a fifth that is funny. of a... Of a when like four people go in on a bedroom mirror. Yeah. Like that's how fucking pricey it is from... <laughs> What is it? Restoration hardware yeah, or something? We, we, we went splitsies on a mirror. Yeah. Yeah, five people shouldn't be tabulated for going fifties on a mirror. Like, that's when it's a little too much for your people. But at least it's something they asked for. Mm. If the, this person was like, and, and I bet you this person spent more than they wanted to spend. They're like, well, but the mower is so good. They're, They're going to love, love it. it when it gets there. Maybe they're riding it to the actual location, and that's why it's taking so long. <laughs> They're, the on the free, they're on the freeway. Just... <laughs> I, that's the only way that this makes sense to me. That's the only way I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, No, they're riding it. Oh, okay. Now, I, if they were like, no, we're going to be there soon, I'll be like, all right, well, they rode it all the way here. Yeah. The gas prices are crazy. You know, yeah. <laughs> riding mower. I, there should be a follow-up. I'm curious when, when they actually get it and how is the lawnmower? Do you, are you appreciative I would, of it? I would call them and I would say, hey, this mower changed my life. Can't wait for it. <laughs> no, literally, I can't wait for it. My grass is so tall, I can't get out of my house. Please send it yeah. now. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Fahim Anwar. Go check out his special. It's on YouTube right now. It's called Hattrick Luxury Lounge. Go fund my sister in law's life. J Train and guests, lucky me. I've somehow been included in a group text message with people I don't even know that included a GoFundMe link. Who is it from? My husband's friend's wife. My husband's friend's 
wife, okay, with whom I have only kind of interacted. Sure, her sister-in-law probably needs financial help, but don't back me into a group text corner with people I don't even know begging me for money. Now I'm the asshole who didn't respond with condolences or money. Sincerely, go fund yourself. So they got a group text Mm. with a GoFundMe link from their husband's friend's wife for their sister-in-law's issue. Oh, is it a medical thing? I would assume. What do you think about this? Yeah, that's tough, especially when you are a satellite of the person. Mm. And it's tough because that situation is terrible. You know Mm. what I mean? Like when someone's going through that. But then there's a larger thing of like, it kind of sucks that healthcare in this country is just a GoFundMe. Right, that's an option. Ho- yeah, hopefully that's you some have people's first options. Yeah. yeah, the doctor's like, we got the results. Do you have a lot of friends? <laughs> do you have, <laughs> hopefully, do you have a close knit, close knit group of friends with money, with yeah. more money than you? Do you know any big celebrities who could retweet your dilemma? <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a. I mean, that is down the road of why this is so sad. Yes. I don't want to be on a group chat with numbers I don't recognize. Of course, yeah. That, to me, what's most bothersome about this is. Their thought of putting you on the group chat does not equal your anxiety of get not answering. Like mm. this person, they don't care about the sister, you know, the husband's friend's wife, sister-in-law. Like, but now they're on a group chat with like, how did this group chat come together? How did you choose these names? Yeah. The idea, if you can't title the group chat then you shouldn't be on the group chat. If you can't look at the top and go, you know, Bible friends, and you go, oh, this is all our religious friends. Like, the, the, the title of the group chat, I should know why I'm on it. Totally, yeah. Yeah, I guess the way you feel, <clears throat> you don't need to feel that way because they already overstepped. Like, yes. Like, you're feeling bad for their faux pas. Yes, yeah. and, and, and it's a huge faux pas. Mm-hmm. I mean... I guess the title of this group chat would be Other Randos Who Might Have Money. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, if I can't title the group, then I don't feel bad mm-hmm. for being non-responsive, not giving money. Like, and that's the thing with the GoFundMes is like, every there's there's horrors all over the world. Like, yeah, it's hard to keep up. It's Honestly, hard to keep up. you could GoFundMe every day and just be bankrupt. Like, so many <laughs> pop through and it's hard because you want to do what you can. <laughs> But you should it should be GoFundMe's the it sh, you should only have the ability it should be like lives in a video game like you only get one mm. you know GoFundMe opportunity to ask like you shouldn't get more than like in a lifetime you get like three and it's like oh you know dad has cancer he ran out you, you used one a, on your trip to the Poconos that you wanted to do the GoFundMe. Yeah. Or you used one on your friend of a friend from college that you sent out the link. Like you should only be allowed to send out you know how you get like you know how you get like three free reads of the New York Times <laughs> a month? It's you, that for GoFundMe. That for GoFundMe. You can only send out the link <laughs> to a GoFundMe three times in your life. And if you run out of them, you're out. People would be more discerning with their with their GoFundMe. I think we need a little bit more discern. discernment. You know, it'd be great. You know how like local news would always have those exposés where they follow someone, like a contractor who said his neck is all fucked up, yes, and they find him on a trampoline. Yeah, he's always on a trampoline. <laughs> he's always on a trampoline. He's like, yeah. oh. like, you could have done anything else but jump on a trampoline. <laughs> you found me during my jumping hour. <laughs> they should do that for like I would love to see a show where it's just like GoFundMe busters. 
So people Dude. who do this shit about like a fake medical thing or like a because they all can't be real. They, I mean, I know a large portion probably are. But We're you being know cynical, but I, I, I agree be with some you. grifters out there, and I would love to catfish see. for GoFundMe. Yeah. yeah, no, you're totally right. It's a great idea because it has to exist. Mm-hmm. It has to. We can't. I don't believe that everyone is an angel on earth, and when every other facet of life, people aren't angels on earth. Yes. You know, and it's too easy to to do. Like, why wouldn't you? The ease to make that money if you were grifting. You just throw a picture up, a story, and it's like no work. Yeah, to have it circulate. I I I, I, guess I know very little of how the money comes out of a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. Like, do they have to be? Does the money have to go to approved partners, like a hospital or whatever? But I would be very interested to know. Yeah. I mean, listen, if there are charities that are literally fake charities, then there has to be fake GoFundMe's. Right. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. J Train Podcast. At gmail.com here with Fahim Anwar. I mean, this next one is on a very similar subject. Go, swanky Hotel asking guests for donations. For what? Before we get to that, we're sponsored people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Solo Stove. Life's best moments happen around a roaring fire and smokeless fire pit from Solo Stove. Make your outdoor moments even more memorable. This is what I love. Mm. I love Solo Stove. I love what it's doing. Here's what Solo Stove is doing. It is a fire pit it's a smokeless fire pit it can be put truly most places in your home around your home it can be put in the backyard a corner of your yard is going to be used that you never would have used you can make it into this oasis of crack a beer put the fire on summertime you know laughs and memories and it's all wonderful. You can upgrade your backyard with a solo stove fire pit. It's the perfect excuse for getting outside and spending more time with family and friends. Solo stove fire pits, uh, fire pits are brilliantly engineered, made with premium grade stainless steel and a 360 degree airflow system that maximizes efficiency while minimizing smoke. Your fire is blazing in minutes with a few bits of starter. No Boy Scout badge required. I love this. I just love the opportunity to create a whole new area mm. for hanging out. Right now, you can get a big discounts on all fire pits during Solo Stove's summer sale. Use promo code JTRAIN at solostove.com for an extra $10 off. That's solostove.com, promo code JTRAIN for $10 off on top of their incredible summer sale discounts. But hurry, the summer sale ends June 23rd. It's coming up. It's coming up. Swanky Hotel asking for donations. My husband and I have a wedding in Martha's Vineyard this summer. Love Martha's Vineyard. I've ever never, I only hear about it. You're from Seattle. Do, do they have a Seattle version of Martha's Vineyard? Is there an island that people... I mean, Mercer Island is kind of uh, wealthy, but... Bainbridge, like Orca Island. Orca Island? I'm trying to think. Whidbey Island. Where else? There's a lot of islands. Yeah, there's some islands there. Did you ever go there? Like, you yeah. go vacation? Uh, yeah, Whidbey Island. There was like a little beach house thing, my friend. I did that. But I don't think it's a Martha's Vineyard because I would, I would hear about that all the time. When you're not an East Coaster, you have no idea. Well, that's the thing. But I, I guess it's funny that you hear about Martha's Vineyard and I don't hear about Orca Island. Well, that's kind like of a I deep live- cut. Nobody, like 
Orchid Island is not like Martha's Vineyard. They are not uh, on par with each other. So my husband and I have a wedding in Martha's Vineyard this summer. We decided to book a room at one of the most expensive hotels on the island because, one, the wedding is taking place there, so it's easier. Two, we can afford it. Sorry, not sorry. Because it's a wedding room block, you have to call to book versus book online. The rooms are $900 a night before taxes, fees, etc. So for two nights, a king bed garden view room is $2135. That's a big money room yeah. for two nights. Insane, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need more of an explanation for that. Yeah. So it gets as it gets uh, as it's so as it gets time to give the credit card, the booking agent says, "So your total comes to twenty one thirty five. But we've been asking guests to add a twenty five dollar donation that will go to the staff at the local hospital as a thank you for everything they've done over the last two years. So with the donation, your total comes to twenty one sixty. They assume closed it. Whoa! They just assumed you're in. I was caught off guard, so I said, okay, gave my credit card and hung up, but now I'm fuming. This resort is charging me over $2,100 for two nights in their least expensive room, and they want me to give a donation to the hospital? Shouldn't they take $25 off of the room charge and instead keeping, instead of keeping it, give it to the hospital if they want to say thank you? Please tell me I'm not crazy. Thank you for the safe space. Disgruntled charity case. What do you think? I think she's spot on. I agree spot with on. her wholeheartedly. Totally agree. This is totally insane. The way she was pushed into it is mm-hmm. crazy. This wasn't, hey, do you want to give a dollar when you're checking out at the grocery store? This was, hey, you're giving $25 to the hospital. You should start thanking them. Yeah. Yeah, at least at the grocery store, they give you the option. Yeah, give me the option. And that's just a dollar. To just assume that the 25 you're going to do is a bit much. Here's the other thing that we can't trust. We don't know... I don't believe that anything happens in a goodness vacuum. So the idea that this ho- this hotel, mm-hmm. out of the goodness of their hotel hearts, is like, and we're asking everybody to give $25. I'm sure they're getting a tax break. I'm sure the donation goes in under the, hot, uh, under the hotel's name mm-hmm. to the hospital, so then they get all the credits. What about us getting some credit? What about... The person that gives, do I get a a thank you card from the hospital? Do they write my name on a wall? Do I get to know anything? Why am I I the anonymous giver? (laughs) Yeah. The hotel gets all the credit. And you're just anonymous for 25 bucks. Yeah. And then like, you know, end of the summer, the the, the hospital's cutting a ribbon in front of the new hotel section of of the hospital going, we just want to thank... The good people. At Sheraton or whatever. Of the, yeah, the Sheraton yeah. Corporation. <laughs> and it's like, no, I gave. I was a part of that. Yeah. There is this new thing that's happening just because everything is touchscreen when mm. you buy shit now. So everyone just throws on a, like a tip option. So there's all yeah. these, uh, you know, point of purchase places that you that would never, you would never think of tipping before. But now they just turn the screen around and it's there. Yeah. Just because they have the option to put it on the touchscreen. I know. It, 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 we've gone over it on this program before. That, it's a pet that peeve. It, it is a huge pet peeve, and it's now translating into other things. That's mm. the thing. It starts with the touchscreen. Oh, yeah, yeah, just finish up. And then it turns into, oh, yeah, we'll take $700 from you for, to give to the Boys and Girls Club of America <laughs> yeah. under our name. Like, what? It always, and I'm not a slippery slope argument person. But we're, I'm literally watching us slide down this hill as we speak. Yeah. Like, the idea. And it's a $2,100 purchase. Like, and this is who gets taken advantage of. 
it's the people who spend. They go, oh, they can afford it. They're, they spend $2,100 on a hotel room. No, I was forced to because the wedding is here. I'm part of, also, to do this a part to the people in the wedding block, yeah. the wedding block people at the expensive hotel are the least financially equipped people of the hotel to afford the hotel. Those are the people you should be helping out the most, giving the most discount mm-hmm. because they're there in a world that's not theirs. Yeah, go to the suite, go to the you know the the presidential suite to the person that's like we're here every year. <laughs> right, they're starting their lives. Yeah, financially, you need that money. I think when it's that much money, they just kind of sneak it under the wire. Because if it was a transaction for five bucks, and yeah. they go, "Oh, we're just going to donate twenty five. You're like, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" <laughs> but the twenty five in relation to how big that chunk was, they thought they can just slide that, and you'd be like, "Yeah, okay, yeah. this is hospital." I, th- there is this weird thing where we take advantage of people who can spend money, yeah, because ah, you spend it in anyways, and you go, "Well, how do you think they got that money? They not from being fucking." idiots and just taught you know burning hundred dollar bills they they don't work at the hundred dollar bill burning factory right just because they make more they have to tip more i've even thought this when you go to a restaurant just you know the tipping culture and such so it's 20 percent just blanket across the plate mm. so why is it if i get a grilled cheese sandwich at a restaurant uh as opposed to like it's I'm gonna pay twenty percent on this grilled cheese, mm. but if I got this like tomahawk ribeye that's two hundred dollars, I'm paying twenty percent on that. But it's not extra work to bring the tomahawk to it's, the table. It's the same amount of effort. I, it's hard. It's hard to like differentiate between these because you also don't want to be the guy that doesn't tip. Sure, but it it is like this weird gap or logic flaw in mm. the tipping culture where if a guy gets a grilled cheese sandwich as opposed to a tomahawk steak, yeah. The Tomahawk Steak guy is paying so much more money tip, and it's only because he has a lot of money. We've always been against taxing the rich. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, it's in. I guess that what you're bringing up is kind of a metaphor for a lot of things. Where it's like, it's always the people that gotta pay. Like, why doesn't the restaurant pay for the extra tomahawk? You know, like, yeah. why isn't it the company? Why isn't it the hotel giving to the to the hospital? Like, why is it always us? Mm-hmm. Why isn't it, you know, big Martha's Vineyard hotel chain that's like, yeah, we're giving five thousand dollars? Yeah, this is uh, it's they've like left the, it up to us. You want go, an extra go fund 50? me. It's go fund me all over again. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Fahim Anwar. Go check out the special. On YouTube right now, it's called Hattrick. Go, go, go. Luxury Lounge. AirPods fail and your podcast on blast. Feather, feather. Love all your podcasts. I'm a big fan here and of the You Up. Here's my complaint. I finally broke down and purchased myself a new pair of AirPod Pros. Huge fan of the AirPod Pros. Really? Love them. I have the 1.0s and I love those. They don't hurt your ear? No, they're perfect. They fit in my ear. They rest there. You got lucky. I don't like the ones that go in. Like those go to in the pros. Oh, I love it. I because there, it used to be this just hard plastic, and it was like reforming my, uh-huh. my canals. My canals. These kind of comfortably. Mm. I'm a pro pro guy. Every device I have is Apple, from my MacBook to my iPhone, even Apple TV. Should be an easy transition, right? My issue is that the only one 
is that only one device can be paired at one time, and I find myself toggling between devices often and quickly. I love listening to your podcast on my MacBook at work to save my phone battery, but then will often pick up my phone to scroll through Instagram. But if I want to listen to a video, I have to go to my settings, select the AirPods, or it'll play on speaker. I have this issue too. Mm. You can only be, I have it with my, because if I try to like do a Zoom meeting on my computer, I have to turn off the Bluetooth on my phone so that my computer will pick up the AirPods. And that's fucking annoying because then sometimes the Bluetooth doesn't go off and, I, and now I'm off of do not disturb and I'm getting texts. Mm. It's a whole thing. But uh, um, I have to go through my settings, select AirPods or it'll play on my speaker. Then I go back to my MacBook and hit play and your podcast is blaring on the speakers because now my AirPods are connected to my phone and not my computer. My entire office has heard your podcast on speaker many a time. (laughs) Great way to uh, share it. Uh, This is ridiculous. How are we not in an age where two Apple devices can be paired at the same time? Thanks for reading. Maybe your response will end up on the loudspeaker in my office one day. What do you think? I agree with this. Horrible. Yeah, that's a good point. And you think Apple would be able to figure that out just to be like duly paired? I think Apple can figure everything out. Mm -hmm. They know all their issues, but they are slowly breadcrumbing us into the next evolution of technology. Do you think the next pods will be like, that'll be the feature? That's the feature. Uh, Oh, you can connect to all of them. You could have done it with the last one. They knew they could do it. This is I, this is my issue with Apple is that we are so dependent on Apple. Like I'm not like listen, if someone has an Android phone, good for you. You're a fucking loser, weirdo, poor person. I get it. Yeah. But Apple is too much of my life where Apple could literally change the time of day and that would be the new time of day. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Yo, that's a new time." Yeah. You have Android? Well, you're not on the right time. I guess you're not on the right time. Mm-hmm. They could, Apple could shave a minute off the clock every day, and I, by six months from now, I'd be like, day would be night, night would be day. And I'd be like, that's what it's Apple the, said. The it is. Yeah, Apple, we, we think Apple, like, I, it's funny that, like, you get a reputation, and it's just, that's your reputation. Like, I think everything at Trader Joe's is healthy just because it's a Trader Joe's. That's like, point, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, marketing is so strong. Apple, you would assume, is this like liberal? Everyone, you know, who you put your finger up everyone's butt. No one gives a fuck. And then you find, and then like slowly you come to understand that Apple is a company. Oh, for sure. Here to make money. And you know it because they change their chargers all the time. What were they? They got like dongle crazy. Just everything was a dongle. Yes. Okay, your headphones don't work anymore. Here's a dongle. <laughs> and then the, the MacBook Pro before this generation. Yeah. All right, we're just doing USB-C, but there's a dongle port for everything. That's right. They would, And they change things knowing, oh, you just got to buy an attachment. <laughs> It's, it's like all, your friend who's like, oh, you know, you, yo, you got twenty bucks. It's almost like when they killed Epstein. They're like, yeah, we fucking did it. What are you gonna do? Like that's what that, that's what Apple does. Like, yeah, we do dongles now. Yeah, uh, you, what of it? New, you gonna new, buy it? New charger. Mm-hmm. It, it works better. You knew how to make it better the whole time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you just go buy seven buy new one. chargers. Yeah. Wait, come, what? Come, come to the store. Remember when it changed from like like they don't even use the USB that anyone else uses. Oh like, yeah, that's they don't gone. Use they don't use this. No. Like, this no. is the normal thing everything uses. What's this called, Shelby? Like, U- USB yeah, the phone. something. I think they're having to do it in Europe, though. Because sometimes Europe, is they don't play ball like uh, America mm. does. They yeah. go, nah, you got to make it these fucking universal plugs. So they might have to do that for their phones in we Europe. We have no backbone here. Yeah. We're just we, like, do what you want, Apple. Apple, just 
turn us over mm-hmm. and keep on ramming. Uh, I was walking around uh, Brooklyn and uh, there's because uh, I'm not really there. It was by that Barclay Center. Mm. Is that how you say it? Barclay or Barclay? Barclay, I think. Barclay. Barclay, yeah. So they have that Apple store that's connected to the Whole Foods. It mm. just looks like a liberal Death Star. <laughs> It looks like a fucking spaceship. Dun, dun, For real. Dun, I was just walking dun, by dun, and I go, oh, yeah. this is hilarious. Yeah. Talk about these like ultra liberal death stars. In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Fahim Anwar. Go, go, go. It's on YouTube right now. It's called Hattrick Coffee Lid Orientation. Mm. First of all, I'd like to say I really appreciate your work. I'm a hot coffee drinker. Standard drip coffee, splash of half and half, no sugar, simple order. I understand you're an iced coffee drinker. That's right. So this might not be an issue you've had to deal with, but I am fed up with having to reorient the lids on my coffee cups. Maybe 60 to 75% of the time, the lid on the coffee cup is so is aligned so that the hole for sipping is on the same side of the cup as the seam on the cup rim. Whoa, she's like speaking to my soul. Really? I, I thought that I was the only one noticing this, but this is a thing that happens. Creating a gap in the seal between the cup and the lid. I don't know this world. It's a very real thing, and I feel seen. So it's on Thank the you. seam of the cup. Yeah, so you know where the sippy cup hole is? Yeah. It'll be aligned with the seam, so mm. it's not an airtight lock, and you'll get some spillage. Like it'll dribble down your chin and on your finger. It's it would take fun. less than five seconds for a barista to check where the seam is and orient the lid at least 90 degrees away from the, so, from the seam so coffee doesn't drip out when I'm trying to take a sip. Mm. I didn't even know this was an issue. As it stands, however, I have to routinely check the seam location on the cup and make adjustments, which is a big pain in the ass if I'm holding multiple items or driving in the car. Thanks a bunch. Love the podcast. Can't wait to see your show in Tampa. Well, I was already there. I appreciate the email. Yeah. This is horrible. I didn't know... Yeah, it's, a, it's kind of our cross to bear, us uh, well, hot coffee drinkers. I mean, as a cold coffee drinker, I understand this because sometimes the cap, if they have the straw in it, it, it sometimes it's just a mess. Mm-hmm. What bothers me is coffee is a stainable drink. Coffee stains. Yeah, that's a good point. There needs to be care taken like you would with any stain. It, it just bothers me that coffee is treated like water. Mm. They don't treat it like it is a problem to be dealt with. Yeah. So it's, it is to be respected. Situ- yes, it has to be. It gets no respect. It, get, it could be very hot. Yes. It can stain. Yes. Respect the coffee. Yeah. Because I'll put the lid on a cold coffee and it just drip around the side. It's on the bottom and you go, did anyone even think of this? Yeah. If we, I, how about a napkin? Sometimes with the hot coffee drinkers too, they'll pour it too too much mm. and now i've got to do this balancing act on the way to the sugar i'm gonna scald myself they need i've thought this for a long time but they do it with a solo cup you know on the solo cup it'll have like the lines that represent like you put the shot to here you, uh, you know yeah, if you go yeah. look up there's a meme I, they we didn't realize that the solo cup was made where ice goes to this line shot goes to this line like they made it so there was a language being spoken on the cup we need the same thing for coffee this is this is this is to this line is for hot coffee with cream to this line with no cream. We need the standardized lines. Yeah, so everyone knows. Yeah. Well, opposed to or like this is different from to go coffee. A pet peeve of mine that I have is when you're at a diner and you're doing some half and half and some sugar. You mm. got the ratio just right, and they just go to town with the refills, fucking up your ratio. That's right. 
You're right. Because you've now, now you got you know you need more sugar, but you yeah. got to put half a packet in. Now I have to go back to the lab and get yeah. it just right, <laughs> where I had it perfect before. I don't need a refill after every two sips. No, J Train Podcast Luxury Lounge, cars and fat hands. Mm. Okay, hello. I recently bought a new Mazda CX-5. The entire time I was looking at the car, the salesman was talking about how the new Mazdas are designed around the driver. This car is the first car designed around all around you, so on and so forth. Well, I've had the car for six months now, and they missed some things. The space between the driver's seat and the console is big enough for my phone to fall down it all the time, but not big enough for my not-that-chubby hands to fit in, fit in and grab the phone. So it can fit the phone, but not your hands to get the phone. Mm. It's like a bear trap. Yeah. There are no specific armrests, and the console and door armrests are not built for my 5'9 body. I just think if you're going to say you designed a car around me, you should make sure my hands fit, my arms are rested. I mean, who actually has their hands on 10 and 2? Sincerely, do better Mazda. That's the thing. I totally agree with this marketing campaign does not match up with the reality the reality to say the car is designed around you is like are you kidding me do you know how many yous are out there like you are taking quite a chance with this marketing campaign but, but also what car isn't designed around the fucking driver <laughs> no we we just ride around the kid in the back seat that's a, the whole car yeah, like, yeah every everyone designs a car with like the operator in mind that's, yeah, you're stating the obvious. Stating the obvious, and I guess someone will be like, "Oh, but like, Ooh, for the, me? this isn't a tailored suit." Yeah, it's not. I'm a- not wearing my car mm-hmm. and going, "Oh, this fits perfectly." <laughs> like, you better have a like. I just don't like that you've made such a claim that again can either take be taken. You know, like if you take it at that, you go, "Well, yeah, cars are made around the driver. That's what the fuck it is." Yeah, but if you take it, at, if you're sitting there as the the salesperson being like. You're going to be the most comfortable you've ever been. Well, you better fucking make sure it fits me. Like, because now I feel bad. Uh-huh. Yeah, should he have tested it? Like, maybe when he gets a new car, that'll be the, the, the drop test. Put it in the crack. Does my hand. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do it. He's like, I'm out. I like the thought of it being a trap. Just like, <gasps> yeah, I've been stuck in this Mazda for six months. Just wasting away. Please. Please help me. My phone fell down there six months ago. That happens in, in a lot of cars, though. That's not just the Mazda problem. Once yeah. again, it's like the no man's land. Yeah, I once lost a the converter, the USB converter, on a flight in between my chair. And there is nothing worse than losing something between the chair and then not being able to find it because you're like you automatically feel like you're a crazy person in an insane asylum be like no i swear it was down yeah. there i'm telling you i saw it fall i saw it with my own two eyes and i was like what are you looking for and you're like it's down there and then they go i don't think there's anything down there no i swear, I swear. it's been down there the whole time they like did you even board this flight you're like i'm not crazy you're crazy there's nothing down you know there's a french fry down there from 1952 you know and it's a weird place to be hunched over like moving jackets in your bag you maybe have when you lose some shit on a plane Mm. like that maybe you have two minutes or one minute tops before it gets fucking weird totally so you better find it within there's like a timer going backwards but but if you're down there for like 10 minutes people are like what do you you can't people get annoyed with you they they go no 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 it's over yeah yeah yeah. you You, had your time you couldn't find it just sit back up (laughs) yeah it's gone forever the phone's gone (laughs) yeah it belongs to the buy a new phone 
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Fahim Anwar go check out the special youtube.com slash Fahim Anwar but yeah. we want hat trick That's, yeah so just if you type in comedy store hat trick this is the it'll problem come up. with this new world of technology is like we are ahead yeah like with the YouTube stuff like we're ahead as far as like someone that we, you gotta stream it on your TV make it a real experience like mm-hmm. we I watch things on my computer but like I beam like they made it so easy. You know, it took a while where, you know, back in the day, if something was on YouTube, people would watch it on their computer. But mm. now people could fire it up on their TV so mm. easy or they could beam it from their phone to the TV. It's so seamless nowadays that me having this special on YouTube is just as easy as if it was on a streamer. You know That's what I mean? It. And we've talked about, you know, people come on this podcast all the time. Hey, we got a special, whatever. And I'm always wondering if people are used to it in that way. Like, I'm not... I would watch on my computer. Oh, really? I Just at home, whenever I'm eating lunch or something, I always... You know, I have all the streaming services too, mm. but there's something about just... YouTube is my home. Like, That's that it. comes up first. I'll see whatever clips are, you know. It, it knows you. The algorithm is so much better on, on YouTube. It just knows me. It knows what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, go watch it. Go make it a... This is a date night. This is it. Yeah. Luxury Lounge, no IG story captions. Jared, feather, feather, thanks for all the laughs. My complaint was when people put up IG stories of them talking with no closed captions. I mean, this is our world. There are so many instances I want to know what they're saying, but don't want to put in headphones and listen. I want to read it. I live with my boyfriend, so when I'm scrolling in bed before he wakes up, I can't watch the stories if they don't have captions unless I put my AirPods in, which feels like a big commitment. Sincerely, no headphones, no problems. What do you think? You know, if it was a real, I, <clears throat> un- I understand. Mm-hmm. A story is kind of more fleeting. Yeah. I don't think to caption I don't stories. Think so. I, this is the first time I've thought of that. Yeah. And then obviously we want everyone to be involved with what we're putting out there. Like mm-hmm. we put it out there for a reason so that people will laugh and mm-hmm. enjoy and be a bigger fan than they were the day before. But you're right. I don't think of like, oh, I got to get the okay. captions. I got to worry about some woman in bed with her husband. Yeah. You know? like, I understand your plight, but I would say like in feed videos is like the album and stories are like mixtapes. Mm. So if you and I are going to a coffee shop and some funny thing happened and I film you, that's just like a fun, fleeting thing. You want to throw it on. Throw it, it's not yeah. precious. No. I wouldn't be like, hey, remember when we were walking? Let me throw cap. I'm going to pay a guy 50 bucks to caption this thing Jared said <laughs> on the way to the coffee shop. Well, now shop. you can caption in stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Reels has this automatic caption capability. But does it do it on stories too? They do it on stories now too. Oh. And my issue with it is... It doesn't let you change the font. Yeah, it's it is that boilerplate. It's that big, and then on, and you can only move it so much. Mm-hmm. Like on TikTok, the captions come in that like little tiny thing, and it doesn't look great. Yeah, it looks like uh, you're at a DMV and there's a TV on or something. <laughs> it's it's like bones. You're watching bones yeah, yeah. at LA Fitness, just, and it's so tiny. I'm at the bottom. always on bones. <laughs> Always. Suits, I don't think I've ever seen bones. bones with sound on. No, I I've only seen it with closed captioning on a treadmill. <laughs> the, the bones and suits. Those are then those could be either show could be either one. Yeah, they, they could. They are interchangeable as shows. Yeah, I, I dare you to tell me which one is bones and which one's the suits. <laughs> that should be a game show. Just bones is or this suits. Scene from bones or suits. <laughs> Let's do one more. We got time for one more. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. 
Luxury lounge. Expensive, shitty hair treatments. Okay. Jared, I have a luxury lounge complaint. I got a very expensive carotene. Carotene? Carotene? I think carotene. Carotene. straightening? Yeah. It's treatment for my hair for the first time a few months ago to help with the northeast humidity. I had a coupon, so th- I had a coupon, so thought, well, not. Well, my luck. Okay. <laughs> I had a coupon, so I thought, why uh-huh. not? Well, my luck, I had an extreme allergic reaction to it, which sent me to urgent care. Days of pain and discomfort, a scalp treatment from said salon and a free haircut, and worst of all, hair loss in the front of my head. Now hair is growing back, thank goodness, but I look like a seven-year-old who took scissors to their own hair with super short bangs, and I'm spending so much money on hair regrowth serums, so much for the coupon. Oh, man. That's something I'm not using a coupon on keratin treatment just Just any chemical any well yeah anything to do with like there's things in your life that you need like my hair i'm gonna put the money into Mm -hmm. my teeth gonna put the money into my comfort like coupon has to be something that i could expect to go wrong and be okay with, and bounce back from it bounce back this is a horrible situation story i don't think i've ever heard of anything like that and they did it for the first time and again it's your first time to me you do the keratin treatment Mm -hmm. that's something like this is a big decision you've made you Mm -hmm. might want to do it again question the hair that wasn't burned off was it straight did it look good did it look good if it looked good that's that's at least three stars I mean, I can't imagine in what world, oh, you got a coupon for, like, they do coupons for, like, LASIK. Yeah. Like, there's coupons, I don't know, I'm just not. For my eyes to get a discount? Oh, why can't you see? Because here's the problem. The problem with a coupon is that if it doesn't go right, people go, well, that's what you get. Mm -hmm. That's what you get for, we're doing that to her right now. That's what you get. Save some money. No such thing as a free lunch. And like... Yeah, but I still lost my fucking hair. Yeah, what's the course of action after that? Like, were they like, hey, we'll do another free one? Or do they feel really bad? Did <laughs> they get the money back? back? Is it just a Yelp review? Is your only recourse? They email the J Train podcast. That's the only thing you can do. <sighs> yeah, I mean, even of all the list of possibilities, I wouldn't think that would happen. That seems no, so extreme. It's so that extreme. That could have never gone through her head. And you're thinking, everyone does this all the time. Yeah. But also, you just don't know how you're going to react to the chemicals because it's your first time. That's the problem. Huh. Do you think it, no matter where she went, the same thing would have happened? Just she had a bad reaction with I think the that's carotene it, to treatment? Me, that's, it's less the coupon, but because you use the coupon, no one will ever leave that oh. as the reason. They'll no go, one has sympathy because no she used sympathy. the coupon? Because they go, yeah, that's what you get when you save some money. Uh, but if she paid know. full price, everyone would be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, yes. you poor baby. Money has everything to do with it. That's a good point. Like most things. Fahim, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Everyone go follow Fahim at Fahim Anwar. Go watch the special. Hilarious Fahim Anwar on YouTube. Uh, it's called Hattrick. You're going to love it. You're going to enjoy it. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending your emails. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.